Hello, I'm Joe Cadwell, host of Grit Northwest. You can find my show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast directory. Grit Northwest is now part of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, where you can discover other union-specific shows to help you learn more about organized labor movements across the nation and around the world. It's one-stop shopping at its best. Just visit laborradionetwork.org. Once on the main page, click on a logo that interests you and a show description with hyperlinks will magically appear. How easy is that, right? So ditch the TV and grab those earbuds to hear the collective voices of workers from around the globe demanding fair treatment from their workplaces and elected officials. Join us at laborradionetwork.org. And until next time, this is Joe Cadwell reminding you to work safe, work smart, and stay union strong. BCTGM Voices Project, a podcast highlighting the real people who make up our union, the bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and grain millers. I'm Michelle Ellis, Director of Digital Media. I will bring the work of our union to you through monthly interviews with the BCTGM's hardworking leaders, organizers, and everyday members. This is the BCTGM Voices Project. BCTGM Local 218 members in Topeka, Kansas, are in the 10th day of their strike against Frito-Lay as of this recording, hitting the picket line for the first time on July 5th, 2021. Midwest International Representative Jason Davis and the local's chief steward, Paul Clemmy, took a break from a rainy morning on the picket line to tell us about their most pressing issues. The most important message being that the union employees are fed up with working suicide shifts due to understaffing at the PepsiCo-owned facility, a corporation which saw a 20% rise in revenue this year. As noted by Brother Jason Thomas, the company has the ability to fix this. This is a timely topic with a lot of interest right now, so we hope you will help us share their story by posting this episode on social media or sending the link along to your family and coworkers in an email or text message. As a reminder, the BCTGM Voices Project is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Please consider leaving a rating and review, even a solidarity message for the Frito-Lay workers, on your favorite platform to help us engage a larger audience. With that, here are Jason Thomas and Paul Clemmy. I wanted to start by having you guys give a background on who is striking. So... Frito-Lay is owned by PepsiCo. Correct. And these members in Topeka, Kansas, are members of BCTGM Local 218. And then can you just tell me what you guys make in that facility? We make a variety of potato chips, everything from Lay's, Wavy Ruffles, Cheetos, restaurant-style tortillas, cheese puffs, hot fries, uh, Fritos, scoops, sun chips. I mean, the list goes on and on. So we all know those brands. 
Well, let's not waste any time. I want for you to tell us about the main issues that have you out there on strike at the moment. Do you want to start with the suicide shifts? I've been seeing this term on social media. Uh, the suicide shifts are, if you're scheduled from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., then they force you over for four hours. So you're working seven to seven. And then they'll turn you right around and bring you in at three o'clock in the morning. So you only have eight hours off to get home, shower, clean up, see your family, get some sleep and get back to work. And, and these are eight hours off between 12 hour shifts. Yeah. So imagine that we work, we come in, we work 12 hour shifts. You come in expecting an eight hour shift and you get forced over for four into yep. 12 and then forced back in early at three. Do another 12 hour shift. Straight back to another 12 hour shift. So, and then how often do you have to do these suicides? They, they've been hit every other day a lot of times because they, they have to give you, they can't force you more than 12 hours at a time. And by law, they have to give you at least eight hours off and they go the bare minimum on that. Yeah, it's, it's a huge family issue for a lot of the folks yeah. that are out here and, and uh, yeah. mental health issue as well for a lot of our, our folks as well. So it's um, exactly why they call them suicide. suicide shit. They're very yeah. unsafe. Well, yeah, and that's what I keep hearing about this quality of life issue. Do you have any stories, like specifically, that you could share? Uh, as far as uh, you know, people sacrificing family time, we don't have anything for paternity and maternity in our contract, and they won't negotiate it. So uh, a lot of the uh, men don't get to spend a lot of bonding time with their children. The people on strike right now have seen their family more in the last 10 days than some of them have in three months. Oh, yes. I love seeing some of the signs that our members come up with for, for uh, strike signs. One of my favorite down here that's most notable, I can't say that it's favorite because it's kind of sad actually, is that uh, the sign says, it's bad that I have to go on strike to spend time with my family. Or there's another one out here that says, it's sad that I had to go on strike to get a holiday off. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a lot of what, what goes into the, these folks' decision as to why they're out here on the line and uh, the lack of quality of life that you receive yeah. from free I think, yeah. in the end, too. Well, and it's not like you haven't talked to the company about what you need or what you want from them. I, I know that in our communications, the union's been trying to negotiate a better situation for a long time. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, they offered us a a 60 hour max work week, which would guarantee you a weekend off, but the overtime is still going to be there for senior employees. So they're just taking away seniority from them. They're not stopping the overtime. They're passing the buck to somebody else. Yeah. So there, there's been some discussion and negotiations uh, towards, towards working towards that. And I think it's important. We, we let that negotiations process work uh, through some of the more specifics on it. Um, but yeah, the union from, from, uh, what Vice President Brad Schmidt has informed me of, and, and Paul, I'm sure you can chime in here as Chief Stewart as well. We've been asking for a number of years uh, pre-COVID uh, to get more, more employees in and to, yes. to help alleviate some of the issues that are going on here at this plant. Uh, the company thus far has been unresponsive, would you say? Well, or, the process that they're taking is very lacking, so to say. Uh, before we walked out on the strike, they was 100 employees short already, which is where a lot of the overtime comes in. And knowing they're 100 employees short, they may hire 12 of them. And by the time they're out of training, they're burned out on overtime. And you might get two of them that stay. So there's there's no replacing them. 
and, until they alleviate some of that over time. Some of the issues that, that, that yeah. remain there. So, and, and through the community, um, Michelle, I've, you know, I've had the, the wonderful opportunity to be out with, with a lot of these members of Local 218 and some of the same stories that I continue to hear over and over is Frito-Lay was a great employer 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, it was one of the top-notch employers within Topeka. Uh, here recently, how recent would you say? Probably five to eight years, 10 years, maybe? Uh, I've been there nine years. And I've watched it go downhill in that nine years. I mean, it's to where at this point, you know, we're drawing not as qualified candidates as we would uh, if Frito-Lay had remained its top of position here mm-hmm. in the community as a top-notch employer. So I think that compounds some of the staffing issues that yes. we face here. Uh, and a lot of issues that could be fixed through collective bargaining and through the collective bargaining process. And I think that's, if you ask me and, and Paul can back it up, that's, that's a lot of the reason why these members here of Local 218 uh, have taken to this action here in Topeka. Yeah. Would you say that that is what is leading to some of the health and safety concerns that you have in the warehouse there? We've got a couple of good examples with that one. Yeah, I think, and, and I'll let Paul get on. I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah. I know the, the, the local here had tried to alleviate some of this through bringing in an agency, an outside agency, um, a couple months ago. But the safety concerns still remain there. Um, and I'll let Paul get into a story on some of our forklift concerns. Well, they, uh, they, they were supposed to be a qualified forklift team. And they came in and none of them knew how to operate our style of forklift. So they had to go through a, a training. And our normal training process is at least five days side by side with the trainer and then shadowed by that trainer after that for a certain amount of time. They decided they was going to send these people through two days of training and then let them loose. And um, I know one, one of the employees had an incident where she fell off the forklift and the forklift ran over her leg and parked on it. And these forklifts are about 10,000 pounds. Wow. So it, Needless to say, it did a lot of damage to her leg. Last I heard, thank God she didn't get it cut off. They uh, was able to do some surgeries on it and keep it. And I don't know where she's at with her rehab or anything like that. We had a uh, another forklift driver hit a pedestrian walking through the warehouse, uh, bruised him up pretty bad. Uh, thankfully, that was all that happened to him. But that all came from uh, their idea of bringing untrained professionals in here and doing our job that we've been doing for years. A quick fix for a bad situation. Very, very bad. Um, Paul, would you tell me how long you've been working there? I've been there nine years. Nine years, okay. Do you have a union background? I worked with uh, Waste Management in Topeka, Kansas years ago when they were Teamsters. Okay. So I was part of the Teamsters. Gotcha. Paul, now you are the Chief Steward here, correct? I'm, I'm now the Chief Steward at, for the BCTGM for uh, Freedom Lake. And also sits on the I sit on the committee. Okay, good. So uh, briefly, when we first got on here, you were talking about the morale down there showing up today. It's very exciting, it sounds like. The morale on the line is pretty high. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty excited about what's going on. They, they're they hoping to get something out of this. They're, they're not out there. It's not a party by any means. They're, they're looking for an end goal for this negotiation. Although, obviously, we never have an end goal. We're, we're constantly wanting to negotiate a better lifestyle for everybody. Yeah, Michelle, the, what I was getting into, you know, I, we were driving into the line this morning. Here in Topeka today, we're, we're calling for rain uh, as much as two and a half inches all day long. Uh, it was coming down pretty good. Uh, those windshield wipers were wiping high. 
uh, and coming up to Pika Boulevard, uh, you know, it, it really did my heart good. And out in this rain, we have members of Local 218 still standing at the side of the road, waving their signs, asking for community support, warding off scabs going across the line, um, doing just, just a fantastic job. That <coughs> dedication just, you know, it humbles you. It humbles you yeah. to be a part of a part of this you know it's never it's never a goal of ours i think to come to and get to a strike uh, during negotiations you know, our goal is to provide the best contracts that we can for our members uh, but it is a tool sometimes that is necessary and um, but the membership here uh, it's it has been very strong sport on the line the morale on the line is staying high uh, the community support here has been phenomenal uh, Paul, I, I, I don't know That's, if you want to talk about some of those. I can't even explain. It's it's outstanding. It's, it's very unexpected how much support we have from the community itself, let alone the other locals that have come and joined us and stood beside us from everywhere, from, all, you know, as far as Kansas City, Salina. They've all come in and stood beside us. Oh, yeah. And yesterday, the president of the local actually uh, helped coordinate and put together a day for affiliate um, unions and, and affiliates of the AFL to come in um, and help booster up support. Uh, you know, we had members of the UAW come out uh, and, and I'm going to leave a lot of the local numbers off because I'm trying not to forget anybody, but inevitably I may miss somebody. And if I do, I apologize. Uh, but we had UAW, we had the steel workers out, United steel workers. We had the IBEW come out. In fact, uh, uh, there's an IBEW local here that comes out and, and resupplies our ice every single morning. He comes out, oh, that's um, nice. resupplies the coolers full of ice uh, to keep the, the members with water, cold water, uh, cold drinks, you know, enough enough to keep them going. Uh, yeah. There's a huge support from the IBW. The Laborers Union was out yesterday. Uh, the Kansas Building Trades was out. Iron workers, uh, sheet metal workers, plumbers and pipe fitters. Uh, the Teamsters have been huge uh, for morale through this whole thing. They, they've had a uh, panel truck out on the line at least three days a week. Yeah, last two or three week, days. Two yeah. or three days. Three days last week, and I think at least two days yeah. this week. Uh, they brought a tractor trailer out on Monday, and these kind of things are huge for keeping people's spirits up on the lines because mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, this is this is uneasy times. Yeah, uneasy times for us. So you know, big thanks to the Teamsters for for coming out in such mass and and uh, marching with our members up and down yeah. the gate. When you say they had a truck out there, that's just for visibility, right? Yeah, so, a, a yeah. semi semi trailer uh, that was. Uh, painted up with their teamsters local all of that no that's amazing it sounds like the union solidarity is, is high in that area you don't see that everywhere you do not in my experience with with doing these you do not michelle um the the union solidarity here in topeka has been outstanding it's, it's been great you know i've been explained uh from the the local clc the flco here Actually, size for size, Topeka has one of the highest uh, union densities uh, wow. across the region. So, um, you know, that really, truly comes out when it comes down to the support and just the, the sheer number of honks, supports, waves, stops and say, hey, we support what you're doing, um, yeah. that kind of thing. And then when it boils over, we have a huge donation of water, ice, food. Um, you know, I, I can't... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so had, it goes on and on and on. We've had multiple food trucks come out. Um, a lot of the local bars are bringing food, nice. Uh, wow. Even some from out of town, as 
uh, I know you're not familiar with the area, but a town called Scranton that's about a uh, half hour, at least a half okay. hour out of here, just brought us a cooler full of ice. One morning there was a, a donut truck that came out mm -hmm. providing fresh hot donuts for everybody. There was a slushy Slush truck that <laughs> <laughs> up and down the line serving slushies. Uh, there's a, a, a breakfast restaurant here in town that brought out biscuits and gravies. A biscuit and gravy one morning for everybody. Um, you know, there's a, one of the bars he was talking about does a taco night. So yeah, they brought out about 100 tacos, 100 150 tacos. tacos. Wow. Something like that. We've been eating good on the line. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, it sounds like yeah, it. I know yeah. it's like you hate to have to do this, but... Yeah, you know you got a lot of support. It's the support to get you through. Yeah, the UAW showed up yesterday, and they uh, they brought just groceries to put out for everybody to basically go shopping there on the line, take food home to their families. Home to their families. That's great. Yeah. Well, good. Um, well, I know that you don't want to get into the terms of negotiations or anything, or screw up whatever happens. Is it next week? You're going back. It's coming Monday, yes. It okay. is Monday the 19th. Monday the 19th. Okay. Is there anything you can tell us regarding your expectations or how you guys feel going back to the table? Well, we're just going to stay strong on the line and hope they come back with an offer good enough for us to get a contract. That, that's the expectation. We stay strong out on the line. and There's no indication that this membership is going to buckle. Okay. Um, there's no indication at all of that. And, um, you know, with the community support, everything that's going on here on the line, the morale that we have, it's our expectation that uh, that, that Frito Lay comes back to the table with a fair and equitable offer, uh, something okay. that the members can accept and something that can bring this uh, bring the strike to an end and get to get our workers and get our members back to work. That's the goal is to get everybody back to work with a fair, reasonable contract. You know, PepsiCo is a large company. It's a huge company we're talking about. In fact, it was either yesterday or the day before uh, they put out their earnings for this quarter. Um, blew away expectations so much to the fact that they're raising their um, earnings expectation for the entire year. Um, so this is a, this is something that Pepsi, PepsiCo and Frito-Lay can fix. And they can fix yeah. this 10 times over and still make a huge profit. So it's, yeah. um, you know, our expectations that, that, yeah, that we come back to the table, we, we figure out something that's going to be fair and something that's going to be equitable for them. Well, I don't really have anything else to ask except for I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook asking what they can do to support you guys. I do want to, before we do that, tell you what you're seeing in Kansas. Same deal online. I'm the person who manages our social media and I have not seen this much support for a strike in a really long time. I mean, other unions, um, you know, labor news organizations, they are sharing our stuff widely. And I haven't seen one negative word for you guys. So, so that's really great. It is a change of pace, Michelle. It's, it truly is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Speaks to so, the members here, local 218, yeah. and the issues that y'all are facing. You know, that's, yeah, I want you to go back and tell them that. <laughs> certainly will. Okay, so, so what can the people do to support you? At, at this point, if you're local, you know, come out, tell us you support us, come chat with us for a little bit. If you're not local, I know um, social media, I think we're using some hashtags that are out there. I'll read them off. It's, yeah. it's hashtag Frito-Lay strike. And I've been seeing hashtag Frito-Lay Topeka strike. So if you use those hashtags, then they'll be able to see your messages online. 
That's correct. And then, then we've dug up the number for the PepsiCo Board of Directors, if, if anyone would like to make calls for that. Okay. And, um, and the number for that's 866-626-0633. And that's a, that is a line to the office of the Board of Directors. It'll be send you straight to a voice uh, voicemail box system. So, Leave a message. And... That's right. Okay. So. so just I'll repeat it. It's 866 626 0633. Correct. And just call them and tell them to bargain in good faith and you support right. the workers. Let's let's make let's make this right in Topeka and let's get these members and these workers back to work. All right. Well, thank you guys. Good luck in the rain today. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, send everybody solidarity from the international. Absolutely and, well. You know, if needed, we'll come back and do this again soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Have Thank a good you, day. Of course. Yep. If you found this content valuable, please consider sharing it on your own social media pages and be sure to tag us. We are BCTGM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more on the activities of the BCTGM, go to bctgm.org.